Welcome back, guys, to another episode of DCI Podcast, where we talk about all things drumcore. How was y'all's Halloween? I hope y'all had a good Halloween. We're recording this a day after Halloween on November 1st. You know what time it is. It's audition season. It's finally here, baby, especially for all of you guys. I hope y'all been working hard and stuff, especially then and there. I know y'all have been. Also, um, hope y'all had a good Halloween as well, because, I mean, hey, personally, that is my favorite uh, holiday, like, just of all time, just favorite holiday, besides Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. But anyways, in today's episode, we're going to go ahead and do this one solo, um, and we're pretty much just going to be going over uh, more audition stuff, and then, you know, of course talking about more stuff that's been going on in the DCI community. And then we might dabble a little bit and head into the drum core Reddit scene to, you know, talk about some of their comments and what they have to say, and maybe a little bit of upgrades on or updates on the cadets. But let's see what we have in store for today. Also, shout out to all my people living in Georgia right now. Like, it is so damn cold outside. Like, if any of you guys have to go to, like, a football field to practice, like, video assignments or anything like that, bro, like, y'all y'all are brave. I mean, I graduated from that because, you know, I no longer have to do things like that anymore. But, I mean, dear God, it is cold. Like, it's literally... Right now, as I'm filming this, is like 40 degrees outside. Like, I'm out here wrapped up in a blanket because it's so goddamn cold in Georgia. Like, I was at work today, and someone literally flew in from New York and was like, it is warmer in New York than it is Atlanta right now. And I was like, shut up. You're making me angry. <laughs> but I was like, that that doesn't make any sense. We're lower in the hemisphere. They're closer to water, so it would make sense for them to be more cooler. Like, I, I don't know. It's stuff like that. But hopefully later on this week we get back up into the 70s so that way people like you, the viewer that are listening, can be successful in auditions so that way you're not shivering your behinds off in the cold while practicing for your auditions. Uh, but anyways, yeah, let's get further into more audition stuff. But anyways, tis the season for audition. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe that we are already in November. Like, we were just in October then now we're like in november like it, it's crazy and then before you know it it's going to be december and december is going to be coming quicker than you think it is like it, it's just nuts but for all the newer people who have never auditioned for drum corps before i'm gonna break into the nitty-gritty so that way you guys already know what to expect and pretty much you know how it'll feel like um basically auditioning your first time for drum corps so long story short for whatever drum corps you've been going for like let's just say you've been auditioning practicing working your butt off especially every single day um you know working to get better at these auditions and you're seeing the audition camp creep closer and closer and closer trust me the harder you work like the less time it feels like it's crazy it's like time is gonna fly by I promise you, you're doing like all these uh, audition materials and stuff, and it's like you blink, and it's like you're already at the camp, and then the camp comes by, and then the camp ends, and it's already over, and you would have gotten your results by then. Uh, but anyways, that that's a little bit too deep into the subject. But uh, anyways, dipping back into it, once you're done preparing your audition stuff, you'll have different camps set in place all year round pretty much uh that is basically just the whole audition process uh so the very first camp that i strive for everyone to be at is november camp that is your main like uh thesis of everything like just making a statement just being like you 
the hardest part is already done. The hardest part is actually showing up and, you know, contributing like at the camps. Those are like one of the most important things because, you know, the the caption heads, all the staff members are going to see your face. And then, you know, if you're able to, you know, continue on to more rounds during the audition, they're going to remember your face and they're going to be like, well, this person, you know, he keeps coming back. He wants to be here. Um, that's sort of like the main drive behind, you know, what the staff somewhat, you know, looks for. Uh, but anyways, yeah, November camps always, always, always try and be there. And then if not, you can always, of course, wait until you get the camps that come closer to your city to make it more convenient and more costly effective for you. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that typically fly to camps. Um, maybe not November camps. <laughs> That's a little early for flying. But definitely once you get down the road to like December, January, February, and etc., then, yeah, you're going to be flying to those camps because, you know, you've probably already picked the drum corps that you want to march for. Um but yeah, so you'd have your November camp. Now, how drum corps used to work, uh, especially with these camps. November camps used to be weekend long camps. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's like you used to basically drive up to the camp. You'd stay at the camp the entire weekend. Um, I feel like that, of course, you know, it could have made it easier or harder on the staff because think about it. Um, you have all weekend to critique yourself, um, and, you know, do the things that you need to do. Cause I know the very first day was really just, you know, getting there, getting to know everyone, you know, getting used to how, or getting basically broken back into drum, drum corps. That's like the first day. The second day is like the audition materials. The days are longer and you're basically that that's like a full quote unquote indoor drum corps day. If that makes sense. Um, and then the third day was pretty much like, you know, you've already done your audition, you're wrapping up, uh, some drum corps don't give you results until either, um, in like the day after or a couple days after via email or some drum corps might even tell you like up right in there. But the majority of the camps that I see coming up, uh, in the near future are only day camps. Who knows? Hopefully they do bring back weekend camps because, dude, weekend camps were the best. Like, there were such vibes. It's like you could just take the whole weekend off, fly out wherever, and then, you know, be at that drum corps audition camp. Um, but now that it's one day, everything is compressed into one day. So it's like um, every staff member is, like, a little stressed, like, on the verge. Like, okay, we got to audition all these kids. We got to make sure we find the good ones the bad ones and the ones that we want to, you know, come have come back to the camp. So it's like people are all over the place. Uh, you know, they're going to come up with exercises to try and challenge you to find your strengths and weaknesses. And then they're going to probably um, like, let's just say, for example, during like a visual block in the day, you're going to have random instructors come up to you and critique you. And then they're also going to see how quickly can you apply those changes. That's also really important during audition camps because if they can see that you're like very effective and quickly can change, like they're going to be like, okay, this person, this person right here, like we're going to like take note of this person. And then, you know, that instructor is going to go ahead and transfer that information to the, the caption head. The caption head's like, yes, we need more people like that. Either give him a callback or a uh, contract, whichever one works. Um, now for the majority of you guys who have done auditions, like let's just say all state or honor band, which goes for, you know, all bands around the U S which I'm pretty sure for some of you guys, like everyone is, you know, auditioned. 
like you're in band, you're going to audition. It sort of works similar to Otterman Allstate style audition. Like you're waiting for your time slot because typically you'll get your time slot in the mornings. Uh, they'll normally have it listed out for you or how they do it is if you're in sectionals playing your instrument, like it could be uh, percussion, guard, wind, anything like that. Uh, they could just literally pick you and go down the line, you know, do it that kind of way. Just be like, hey, as this line decrease, you go next. You go after that person. And, like, you can always tell how that person's auditions were, like, went, especially when they walk back into the room. Like, um, majority of the time, it would just be like, oh, my God, I just did that, you know, type of face. And, you know, yeah, it, it happens. But, you know, it's just the that adrenaline, that rush that you get, like, after doing auditions, you know. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. Um, but, yeah, so pretty much... That's kind of how it works. You get your time or you get picked to go and then you go and then you do your audition. Mainly um, for my audition tips is you want to get to know your audition person as much as possible, um, especially the auditioner because um, or not the auditioner, uh, the person who's auditioning you. You want to break the ice. You want to make small talk. Don't talk too much. Talk at least a little bit to so that way they can get to know you because, you know, if you do actually end up, you know, doing really good, that person and you are going to be spending the whole entire summer with each other. So you're, you know, going to want to make, you know, a little bit of connection. Just, you know, show a little bit of, a little bit of vibe here and there. And then, yeah, proceed with your audition. Act as if you're in this mental space of if you know uh, the person who's auditioning you. Just be like, yeah, yeah, I know this person. I'm relaxed. I don't care if this person's the the brass caption head. Or I don't care if this person is Freddie Martin. I mean, I would care if it's Freddie Martin. I'd have a damn heart attack. But anyways, even if they were Freddie Martin, which is like the Yoda of marching band. Uh, if you guys don't know who he is, look him up. He's like an amazing, amazing person. But yeah, even when you get to those settings, you got to get to that mental space of relaxation and breaking the ice of I'm surviving to I'm thriving if that makes sense, during the audition setting. And you will have, like, 90% of the chance a better audition experience, especially going through that. I promise you, 90% of the time, like, taking nice, slow, deep breaths, changing the setting, like, in your mind, in your mental space. Like, you know, being like, I'm at the beach right now and I'm playing my solo. It's a beautiful day. The birds are chirping. Blah, blah, blah. You killed your audition. Cool. You're going through Boom, you made it through your music audition. You, you head back in. Now it's time for the visual audition. This one is a little, in my opinion, could be easier or harder. For the majority of people, some people say the visual audition's harder. Some people say the music audition's harder. Just depending on what type of mus musician you are. Um, but I know for the visual audition, you have to train those muscles ahead of time. And I'm glad that I'm preaching this now because it's like, while you guys are doing your audition materials and you're new to this, uh, really understand the motor controls in your legs, break them down, take your time, do anything you have to do to really understand how to get those muscle groupings to work together to get the perfect technique for the drum core that you're going for. Um, I know the common issues is the hips. The hips getting them squared away, lifting through uh, the chest and everything like that takes time, takes development, takes muscle groupings to work together. 
communicate with each other in order to get that proper technique. So really hone in on it and focus on it while you still have time because some of you guys have audition camps in three days, November 4th. I know that's like hella early, but I mean, hey, some drum corps like to roll out that early. Some of you guys have until the end of the November. Some of you guys have until like mid-December. So really do take that time and dig in deep. But visual audition, they'll either give you like a, a dance pattern of some sort to do. Like you're dancing in front of them. Really, it's just dancing. It's like if they give you a video of how they want it to look, um, nine times out of ten, they're not going to under like show you exactly like what muscles or like what things to activate while doing the dance and to move with fluidity, which is a very fancy word of basically saying like stiff, like stop being stiff, like to not be stiff while dancing. Um, hopefully, you know, if they're really good at explaining it, they'll break it down. They'll break down what muscles to use, how to use it. But for those higher drum cores, they're not going to tell you how to use those. They're going to automatically assume that you have those tools in your toolbox to be like, okay, I know how to work these muscle groupings to make this dance flow. Um, and if that's, you know, happening to you, like I said, no rush. Always take your time. Practice, practice, practice makes perfect. And stretching as well while doing those dances will make it better. But let's say you do the dances. You know, there's a couple things you messed up on, but that's okay. You know, nothing's going to be perfect. Now, the marching part of it. Uh, one of the things that can be easily pointed out, especially for those higher judging drum cores, is leg shape. Leg shape and foot timing. I think mostly foot timing over leg shape. But everyone's everyone's going to have a decent amount of foot time. But, like, foot timing, leg shape. That's it. Foot timing, leg shape. Upper body can come after that. But those two things, I think, are the most important that you definitely have to work on is foot timing and leg shape. Because if both of those are out, that can cancel you out from, like, everybody else. Like, if the, the judge or the, the judge can literally look at you and be like, oh, he has very effective foot timing and consistent leg shape boom that's our person that simple that'll rule you out from everybody um and then lastly with the icing on top it's just upper body carriage especially while going through um and this doesn't just go for like wins and percussion this also could also go for color guard too now i know um i'm glad that i mentioned like dance too because color guard you have a whole nother curriculum to your audition it's like 100 percent like visual um like of course like you have your flag and your rifle and everything and i get it if you don't have an energy indoor gym to toss in we feel y'all that wind is going to be killing you guys especially if the flag or rifle is hurting like right away from you like if the wind is blowing like we get it but that's only going to make you stronger um in the future uh but anyways that's the majority of how it's going to work. I know like to finish out the visual aspect of the audition it's mainly just box drill. 90% of the drum cores do it like, you know, forward, left, forward, right, forward, close. Some of them may have you do it backwards, then forwards, you know, depending on the core. Um, and then they'll also do probably like a, um, a test where you're marching like from different tempos, like from 100, some cores might even go from 100 all the way to 200 just to see how long you can keep your leg shape for and, like, how long you're not going to break for. Um, 
But yeah, once you get those proper uh, preparations for your audition, it's going to be super solid. Another important thing that I should also probably mention is for some of the uh, newer folks out there that are brave enough to do video auditions. I have a couple of tips for y'all because I think I've actually done a couple of video auditions. Um, In 2021, before the Blue Devils were about to open back up, I auditioned for the Blue Devils. And I remember I immediately got a call back because I used like simple, easy tips that'll help you in the long run. So for the majority of people, like if you have like an average bedroom, you're going to have that average microphone that's like on your desktop or whatever. Everyone has that one microphone. Use that to your advantage. Um, I'm saying that because like with that microphone, it can turn, you know, that really crappy tone quality into something like beautiful. That's like just outstanding. Um, use all the resources to your advantage, the camera angles, the lighting, the sound, all that can fall into factors of making a huge change in your thing. Cause I remembered, um, when I was doing Georgia state, uh, marching, I used like the music facility and everything like that. But fortunately for me, I had a, uh, microphone set up and I remembered, uh, the mic was super sensitive. So I could set it up on a stand, like in the corner of the room, it could be like in the corner of your bedroom. And like, if you set it just right, it'll pick up whatever instrument or, you know, whatever drum that you're using your mallet, you know, if you're percussion people make it sound nice and crispy and perfect. So that way, you know, the judges aren't having uh, an ear aneurysm because the sound quality sounds like a goddamn Samsung from like 2012. (laughs) You get, you dig? Yeah, like all that stuff. Um, But also, good God, some of you guys, I've seen people post videos on YouTube of their like video audition and it literally looks like they're being recorded off a Nintendo 3DS. Not even a 3DS, like a 2DS. I'm going to downgrade from that. Because um, it's like, god damn. Like, the video quality, like, I, there's a setting for that. Like, you can set the setting to make it higher quality. And I get it, internet, you know, it's it's a necessity. But, like, don't rush and post it and then put yourself out on blast. Now, you know, if you're doing it for comedic uh, stuff, I get it. Like, go ahead. Do your thing. Throw yourself out there. <laughs> um, do what you got to do. Like over the summer, there were people recording us with Nintendo 3DSs. Like the funniest shit ever. I was like, I give props to those people because I would have never thought in a million years, hey, let me go out to drum corps lots and then record <laughs> from a Nintendo 3DS. Like the sound quality is terrible. The video quality is terrible, but it's funny. I love it because, like, I almost broke character during one warm-up. Um, I think it was, where were we, North Carolina? Um, Nightbeat, Crownbeat? It was, I think it was Nightbeat. Um, there was this kid. I think he was, like, 14 or 13 years old. Um, but, man, he was holding up this goddamn th- uh, uh, 3DS, like, recording us, and he had that thing so close to his face, bro, I nearly lost it, and, like, I was trying to get, like, everybody else's attention, and I was like, bro, do you, you see that kid, like, this guy, this guy knows where it's at, it's something, um, but long story short, record your goddamn videos in better quality, Jesus Christ, I'll save you, and, and everyone just a whole, like, lot of time in the future versus making corrections, now, anyways, uh, going back into angles, we love good angles. We do love good angles, um, especially while um, 
recording visual stuff. Now I'm gonna go back to visual stuff because every caption, color guard, percussion, lens, it don't matter. All of you guys have visual responsibilities, except um, if you're in the front ensemble. Sorry, front ensemble. I mean, you do. You have your like little pulse thing, and you know, moving in time. Yeah, you 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 doing what you do what you do best. Do what you do best. Uh, but for my other folks that have to do all the work. Um, surprise, surprise, you better get them camera angles right if you're going to send in them video auditions because that's going to be important. Um, but how I mostly do it is like, let's just say if you're marching, um, and then I'll get into some color guard tips as well too. Um, so for marching, they'll normally tell you exactly in the video audition materials exactly where they want the camera. Um, the majority of the time they do not want it facing front forward because they're going to want to see you from a side perspective to see exactly like how everything's moving in motion, how you look, how you move, all that stuff. It, it's very important. Um, however, though, there is a another way of spicing it up to make it look really good. Um how I did it is you never want to film exactly 90 degrees flat or you never want to film parallel to yourself because that way, you know, it's just going to catch every single detail. And we don't want that. Like we want like something that still catches exactly what you're doing, but still gives you a little leeway of error. Now this is like a little bit of tricks, you know, don't try this at home, but also try this at home. Cause it's really going to help you. <laughs> um, but anyways, Basically, instead of setting the camera exactly parallel, like from the side angle of you, take the camera, put it at an angle. So basically, um, put the camera at like a 45 degree angle looking at you. So it's like instead of having it parallel, tilt the camera 45 degree angles and it'll give you way more space to move up and down. Like if you're doing like a, a marching video assignment or a video audition on a football field, it'll give you like way more range of like motion and like it won't really expose like the full like side parallel picture of what you're doing. Uh, and I did that for the blue, uh, blue devils granted, you know, I still had really good technique. I just wanted to make sure I got, you know, good camera angles and they loved it, which was pretty good. Um, but like I said, that can go for anything. Same thing with color guard. If you film at like a 45 degree angle, um, they could see like your body posture, like better. They could see just things better to make those little details stick out more from all the other people sitting in video auditions. Um, and then with percussion, like if you're filming like straight on, like I know the majority of you guys are, but like if you crank up your, your, um, your video quality and then post that, put it at a 45 degree angle, change the lighting ever so slightly, It'll make it look like you mean business. And that can go for anybody. I'm telling you. Like, just those little details in 2023. Like, it, it's it's an impressive what you can do with that technology. Um, let's see. Now, tipping back into music. Um, one of the things that scared the crap out of me is what I learned is that the judges look at your facial expressions while you're doing these audition materials. Even if you're playing your instrument, doing your visual things, they look at your face, which, you know, doesn't really, you know, mean too much. But like they're going to see like if you're looking at your your papers too much or your music too much, they're going to be seeing like exactly what your face is doing you know, for those little details, uh, which is a little weird. Like, I don't know why, you know, the face could 
tell. But apparently, you know, from what I've heard from a lot of judges, the faces tells them a story almost, if that makes sense. And it's just like, especially while you're doing like, you know, those dances, your face is so important during those dances. Oh, my God. It could bring like your score from like a 40 to like a 90 if your facial expressions like I'm telling you, even if uh, your dancing is like, let's say terrible, which it's not. I know you've been working hard, but let's just say if it's, it's bad, like laughable, like, oh, my God, look, laugh and point at this guy doing this awful dance that can be changed and flipped. Because now you're bringing the audience in. You're forcing the, them to watch with your awesome facial expressions. Now, of course, you don't want to go far too out. But you want to have a presence that matches uh, the synergy of what you're doing in your choreography. Wow. Try saying that five times. <laughs> um, but all those small details cleaning 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 and like critiquing and making sure that you have all those little small details added to your audition makes a huge 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 point um but yeah this is like all the tips for especially all you newer peeps i know y'all have like a bunch of questions like what to bring to camps you know do i need snacks food da, 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 da. 90 percent of the time they feed you and they'll send out normally a criteria of what to bring to camps especially like a couple days before the camps but don't worry you're you're gonna have a you're gonna have a blast um now how georgia works for some of you guys like let's say if you're auditioning for um what you call it uh southern groups like spirit of atlanta or i know like there's heat wave in florida down there and then like there's a uh, music city like all the, all the southern groups sometimes what i mean sometimes i mean the majority of the time <laughs> the majority of the time the camp days can be warm and they'll take you outside always be prepared to have any sort of clothing to go in any environment because you never know exactly what could change the weather could change it could be warmer the weather could drop it can get colder and those bands can leave you outside and then it you know you could just be screwed outside the cold or you could be outside wearing really thick adidas and uh sweatshirts you know if that's your thing then go for it <laughs> but um just be prepared for like all the weather things and of course like what could happen especially if it rains because 90 percent of the time you know it could rain and you know you never you never know what could happen in those situations now for those bands up north y'all have a different story it's just always going to be cold it's going to snow and it I'm, I'm sorry i'm so sorry for y'all um but yeah 90 percent of the time y'all are going to be indoors Again, if you're flying up north to audition for, like, any other band, always, always, always dress warm because then again, you never know. A band or the director or the caption head may not give a flying shit if it is 20 degrees outside. If you go outside, you go outside and you're going to spend that whole fish block outside. Um, same thing, you know, highly unlikely if it's cold or no, if it's hot. You're going to go outside in the hot and you're going to like rehearse depending on how it is. Um, but moving forward later on in the year, let's just say if the majority of you guys get callbacks, yay, you get callbacks. The work still doesn't stop. You are going to get brand new audition materials most likely. 
And with these new materials, it's just going to be like another etude. It's probably going to be harder, which is okay because you already have the tools to learn it quickly. And, you know, all you have to do is just keep practicing those skills to get better at your visual. Now, the next camps, the callback camps normally take place within uh, December through January, I want to say, those two months. Those are going to be your biggest callback months and sometimes February. During those times, that's grind time. And then if you get contracts, um, still work through those work methods. That's going to be the time where video assignments are going to come out. Oh, God. <laughs> the goddamn PTSD from those video assignments. Oh, God. For all you new people out there, you're going to love those video assignments. Woo-wee. Sometimes they, do, they can do weekly. They can do bi-weekly. But, man, be ready. Be ready. Because it's coming at you. They're coming. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so the, throughout those things, it is going to get naturally colder outside. And the majority of the time, you're going to have an on-the-move assignment. And the on-the-move assignment is pretty much when you move and play at the same time. So 90% of the time, if you don't have a band room or gym or anything indoor related that you can actually do rehearsal in, you're going to be outside, which is fine. Just wear thicker layers stay warm and then keep practicing those uh good practice good practice etiquette there you go um but yeah same process with the with the before process um just prepare the right way and you'll do fine now for all these callback camps 90 percent of the time callback camps are three-day camps the camps that i mentioned before that were the original november camps which is the first camps so you're breaking the iceberg of actually going into a full weekend Going back to how it normally worked, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometimes Monday. A lot of drum corps took advantage of ML. Yeah, it was MLK weekend. Um, they took advantage of that, and some drum corps do up to four days of camp: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you leave on Monday. Now, with those four-day camps, oh my God, it'll literally feel like you're doing drum corps. Like no joke. Like once you're that Sunday rolls around and you're going through that full day, you're like, holy shit, am I actually doing this right now? Like, <laughs> trust me, it it'll hit you in the face. Um, uh, but like it, it's it's all fun and games. Don't don't worry, you'll you'll get over it. Um, but like I said, audition is going to be the exact same, just a little bit harder. There's gonna be more people there, more people, um, uh, because it's like. All those people that have made it throughout those continuous rounds, like uh, you'll be back at home base. So it's like all the people from the Texas camps, all the people from the Georgia camps, all the people from the California camps are now in one place all together auditioning. Um, so it's like if you're on your A game and, you know, if you got your stuff all together, you're going to do just fine. Um, just keep it grinding. And then continuing out further on into time, like let's just say if you get another callback. Uh, you can go to another camp and if you get, if you are continuously getting callbacks and worried that you're not going to make it, it's okay to feel how you feel because, you know, sometimes, you know, it can get a little nerve wracking, you know, if you, you know, other people are getting contracts and if you're still getting callbacks, that's okay. Um, that's normally like what happens during the audition period. But if they're telling you like information, that's like, Hey, we just like we really 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 want to see you again they might be on the verge that if you probably do as little as show your face up at the next camp then you can probably automatically be granted a, a uh 
contract like in your hand because they just want to see how committed you are or they just need to see how better can you improve upon doing some of your audition materials which you know nine times of the ten is the case um but let's say you move on forward and you get a contract now once you get a contract the camps um are going to go through each and every month um so you'll have a january camp February camp, March, April, and May camp. And then May is that last camp where it's like, all right, this is it. This is the last camp that we have until spring training. And if you're not prepared, you're screwed. <laughs> Almost. Well, not really screwed. No one's prepared for spring training when it rolls around. Um, but, oh, another audition camp that I also forgot to add in. Stay fit. Go to the gym Start eating healthier. Start now. Because let me tell you, these uh, caption heads, especially for these bigger drum corps, even any drum corps, are going to get um, really, really, really heavy into being like, you need to go to the gym. You need to remain active. Like, you need to do this. You need to do that. Because these drum corps shows are only getting harder every year as we speak. And you got to stay in shape. And the only way you're going to improve upon yourself from a visual aspect or whatever aspect you're trying to improve upon is if you stay fit. And I promise you, 90% of the time, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel better about the audition if you've done that extra bonus work to make yourself healthier and brighter-minded uh, during those audition things. Now, for all my returning members out there, I know y'all are so ready to see your peeps. Y'all, like, it's been since Indie, like, I know everyone's missing each other. You're ready to get back out there. You're ready to play more grab ass. You already know what's good. <laughs> Hopefully the group chats are starting to reform, like get back together, start messaging each other. Um, easy tips for y'all. Like y'all already know the drill. You know each other. You live with each other for three and a half months, for God's sakes. I hope you know what you're doing. Um, good Christ. Because if you don't, then consequences will come later down the road for you guys. I promise you. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, audition season's rolling around. Um, lots of people are going to be um, probably sharing housing for those camps. So it's like, be nice to each other. You've marched with each other. If you know someone really wants to audition for the core that they auditioned for last year, and if you want to do it again, and if you know that person and you vibed well with them over the summer, shoot, invite them over. Have a slumber party before camp. That'll ease the blow of, like, you know, everything. Or even for you newer guys out there, you can do the exact same thing. Um, if you're auditioning for the same thing, work together. Talk about, give each other feedback. Like, stick together. Like, you know, never stay silent about your whole audition journey unless you truly are alone in your audition journey then you are you are a god you hear me a god or a goddess because you are the goddamn reason why we have studs out here on the field today the people that make a choice that want to be the best in this marching activity that do it by themselves you go oh my god y'all are going to be some world leaders out there but anyways <laughs> going back to all the people um I know you guys have been, like, having your core jackets just laying around in my room. I've been wearing them to BOAs and band competitions because where else are you going to wear your damn core jacket? Waffle House? 
Like, <laughs> you know, like around people are going to be looking at the jacket and being like, what is this like jacket? Like, what is this weirdo wearing this weird jacket with Bucky's patches and like drum corps patches on it? You know, all that stuff. Um, or if you have a core necklace, I know some of you guys wear those religiously and never take them off. You guys scare me because I think you guys shower with them on. <laughs> um, but for the rest of you guys who are sane people who hang up their medals or hang up their uh, core jackets and core necklaces, you know, wearing them occasionally to band competitions or whenever you get a chance or whenever it gets colder out, um, then, yeah, kudos to you. And then uh, I never actually went into this much. The adrenaline of going back to a drum corps as a bet like once you walk back into that audition room and go back to revisit your drum corps you are now officially a veteran of that core wearing that core jacket having the other uh people who've never even seen or done drum corps before in that room like oh my god it's a vet like like you know it, it, it's it's a whole experience especially like if you've never like returned back to a core and if you're thinking about it Wear that core jacket, wear that pride to show everyone around in that room that you've done the damn thing and you're going to do it again. <laughs> like, um, it's just like little things like that. That just, that just like sticks with you, man. It's like a, a medal of honor being able to come back and, you know, do the things that we do best. It's so damn good. Oh, it's great. It's great. And then not only that, but you get to get regrouped up with your friends, your friends that you haven't seen in like, what, 80 days? It's It's been about like 84 days since we've seen everyone in Indy. So um, that's a long time, almost three months. So like, or actually, I think that is the full duration of how long we were out on the road. It's like 84 days. Yeah. So it's been about a full tour's length. Damn. It's been a long time. But it hasn't felt that long. <laughs> Shit. All right, now we're going to jump into some other stuff. Let's get into some drum corps Reddit, because I already know people are already sparking up audition questions and everything that we have. And there was this one top comment that I had was reading, and I was like, I got to talk about this. So this person is basically saying that he had broken his arm and has a cast on and won't get it off in time and is pretty much worried about him not being able to audition for this core and getting turned away because of his arm injury that he had. So this is a burning topic because I'm like, now I'm, now I'm interested. A lot of people in the comments are trying to ask exactly what instrument this person plays because that is very important. Like, it's not even about the instrument. It's about exactly what you're going to be doing. Like, is it percussion? Is it winds? Is it, like, uh, you know, color guard? Like, all of those factors really do matter, especially, like, if you have a broken or had broke your arm or your wrist. Like, dude, that's, that's important questions. Now, I'm... If he's asking this, I'm going to say, you know, he's a smart individual and probably plays like trumpet or something, mellophone. And if he does, then that is sustainable. I feel like I still I feel I still feel like you can have a very successful audition if you're, you know, still in the cast. But, you know, if it, at least your right arm or something is freed up and it's probably your left arm that you broke, you should be fine to continue on in the audition. I don't think it's going to hinder you from anything. Now, if you guys do like across the floors things where it's like y'all are doing like crazy drum or uh, ground rolls or like inversions and you might not be able to participate in that part. Um, but yeah, if you're a win player and if you figured out exactly how to work it out, 
um, then you should be fine. But man, I wish you would have given more context on this. Um, now, if you were in color guard, oh, I don't know. I really don't know how we how you would survive because um, you have to do like all that tossing and like that like a lot of dancing that involves both of your hands. So I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's possible. I, it may be possible. You never know. If you reach out ahead of time and be like, "Hey, my cast isn't going to be off in time," and you know, I'm really good at what I do, you know, show them some videos and stuff. Like, still, like, show up. You could still show up. You just won't be able to do like is the majority of the stuff. Now, if you're doing like drumline or percussion, oh lord, I don't even think that's possible. Like, I think that would hurt like a like a mug if you're like you know doing stuff with like your wrist and everything uh with a broken arm trying to drum i mean i've seen people wear wrist guards while drumming but not a whole arm cast or hand cast or whichever one you mentioned um i don't think that would be possible but anyways i would say communication is key communicate out to the drum corps see what you can do um because like that's a tough one and then also add on exactly like what you're auditioning for via is it like wins percussion color guard because if it were like wins i'd be like yeah just you know shove that shit like in your horn like and like you know it'll be fine it'll hold itself up (laughs) i mean you gotta do what you gotta do to make it work i mean hey (laughs) next person on reddit i'm auditioning for phantom regiment Ooh, okay okay all right phantom regiment and they said, um, and I have never been to a camp before. I got contracted to a different corpse via video audition last year. Oh, well, you probably did all the tips that I mentioned earlier. You had your camera set up, your microphone set up, and they were like, boom, this guy. <laughs> then he also says, and I've never actually experienced any camp, uh, any advice or tips to give. Yeah, I mean, pretty much just like be prepared, like know exactly what you're getting into follow those materials practice 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 like all those key factors um that we mentioned earlier in the podcast even for everyone and the returning vets if you apply everything and then really work through and take your time you will morph yourself into the drum corps performer (laughs) Ooh, here's another good one here's one thing of like a higher group um not really explaining more details because they're expecting you to have more of those tools in your pocket to be able to complete some of the tasks like uh this person is trying to audition for blue coats and they have mentioned so i've been practicing a lot of music aspects and i figure i'm looking really good in the category but i'm wondering if for some blue coats could better explain the technique to me so i can perfect it i thought it was first straight leg while backwards marching and a slight bend while forward marching but are there any tricks or things that i can do to better help with that all advice is appreciated i'm auditioning on contra Ooh, okay going all out with the audition on the contra wow you were brave for that all right so i got you right then and there fix the hips look in the mirror look in the mirror look exactly what your hips are doing i want you to basically take one step like one full marching extension step in front of the mirror and i want to look at i want you to look at yourself and i want you to rotate your pelvis 
is exactly like rotate your pelvis see exactly if it's lining up from your ears all the way to your ankles you want that exact alignment see exactly what that feels like get that locked in get used to that formation and that'll straighten out the legs for you now once you get um accustomed to that tip you're gonna want to remember that muscle memory and then just apply it. Just start applying it as quickly and as effective as possible to make sure that you get the good posture. Um, now, for basic forward marching for the blue coats, especially like throughout my two years of doing doing blue coats, you're leading from the heel, especially from forward marching. Like you're pushing forward. You're not. Le- we're not leading from the toes here. We're leading from the heel, so that way we can get that extra extension that'll automatically pop the heel up for you. Um, and then same thing going backwards, everything's just going to come from a leading factor from the, the backwards perspective. You're going to be leading from the back edge of the, or yeah, the back edge of the knee, like any other drum core, you're going to want to always go the fattest part of the platform of the foot touching the ground and making sure the majority of the weight is, uh, on the inside of your feet that goes for marching forwards or backwards. Now you don't want too much on the inside. You want a good amount. Same thing with forwards to backwards weight. You want a good 60, 40 while marching to keep the the upper bit from it. Now I'm assuming while you're going through this, um, you are probably going to be, um, auditioning, um, at one of these camps coming up. If you're going to the audition camp, it'll probably be Jarrett Huntley or Willie Venistra there. Um, they are very, very particular with how they want their technique to look like. Um, so like I said, practice those things, perfect it, take your time, especially while you still have time to go through this and make sure that you dig through those key features that I mentioned. Um, and then you'll do perfect. I promise you like, oh, and then last but not least upper body stretch and lift through the sternum, lift through the chest and, um, lead with the first, like the pushing sensation and then that'll fix them 90% of the issues that you have uh with your marching and everything and then yeah just you know confidence 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 there you go all right and our last question it looks like someone is trying to audition for Santa Clara Vanguard it didn't really look like they wrote a lot but I get the gist of what they're going for they are basically saying that they have no idea how to march bent leg but they their dream is to march SUV which is fair okay so bent leg technique not very commonly used a lot I mean the last really big core to use bent leg is Phantom Regiment because the majority of their staff left and went to Phantom and you know SCV wasn't there so they took it over bent leg is like you know slept on because I've you know heard it can cause like less problems down the road especially like in and leg or knee damage especially if you're doing like the straight leg technique wrong it could really 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 hurt yourself but i've heard people argue that um bent leg is actually better for you and it's you know it can be easier down the road which i believe i believe it could be easier like i've seen scv do it i'm like damn that shit's clean as hell um but i'm gonna assume it falls beneath the same line of like the leg extension like i don't know if it's like kick or bicycle that they do specifically but i do know like everything is going to be like a a stretch like almost like a continuous motion like um 
you never because I know exactly how they march. They march exactly from the back of the heel and they rotate from the the kneel up almost like you're doing a um, a toe point roll up almost, and then you lead with the heel again. Yeah, leading with the heel. And then, you know, rolling through almost like you're squeezing through a tube of toothpaste and then rinse and repeat. And then I'm pretty sure to simplify it up, you're just basically making that move as fluid as possible. Like there's nothing stopping that motion. And then, yeah, I think that's that's sums up um, bent leg technique because I have no idea. <laughs> I'm actually going to do some more research, but I'm pretty sure there's videos out there. Or if you look at other people, because the majority of these accounts uh, that you see are posting from or is from Facebook. So automatically, you're probably going to be in the Facebook audition chat. Um, that's already going to have other people doing the technique. Look at a veteran, because I'm pretty sure a veteran is already posted by now. Their marching technique or, you know, the captain heads have forced them to go and explain it and then left you to decide on you know how you want to do it or how you're going to execute it you know those all have different factors but i'm pretty sure it's out there somewhere um same thing if you're auditory learners with music uh playing go out and see if you can find someone in the group chat playing the music on like um in the facebook group chat see if you can do it better um yeah all those factors are going to help you so so much but anyway, guys, that does it there. That's going to wrap up this episode of Audition Tips. We're going to have another episode just like this coming out uh, within the following weeks, too, because I know I have a lot more stuff that I left out for some of you newer members that need just a little bit more context and everything. But, yeah, I really, really, really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And then, of course, stick around for, like, more stuff as well. We're going to be having a lot more guests coming in the near future. Um I'm going to leave this up in the air. I'm going to probably do a traveling podcast where I'm going to travel all around um, to my people that are, let's say, all the way out in Texas, maybe even to California or Florida and get some people out of state uh, so that way we can get more beautiful voices and in the near future faces as well on the podcast. Yes, you heard it right. Faces. I'm going to be getting a camera set up so that way you guys can see everything in full action full time uh so that way you guys can get the full on experience out of this podcast but anyways that's gonna go ahead and wrap it up for today's episode of bci podcast thank you guys so much for listening and watching i'm bryson harris be sure to follow me on instagram at bmain tiller b underscore m-a-n-e underscore tiller and we'll see you guys in the next episode